Wow, this is the first Lord's Day of, uh, of year 2022. And I'm so happy to see you with your family uh, gathering in this place. Uh, you know, we, we come together to worship the Lord and, and, uh, and I believe that the Lord has been impressing upon my heart in the, even in the last few months of uh, 2021. Uh, or what he's going to do in, in 2022. Now, it doesn't quite make sense to me. You know, when the Lord speaks, uh, sometimes it does not make sense. And I, and I look and I look and look at the circumstance, the Lord kept telling me, don't look at your circumstance, look at me. Look at me, you know. Uh, so, in fact, it was a few months before I, I, I even dared to to share with us, uh, as I was doing that during the seven days of contenting for 2022. Those of us who have been, uh, you know, through the seven days of uh, contenting for 2022, uh, I'd like to congratulate you. As I mentioned that, you know, you have chosen a period of time when people are feasting, you are fasting. Wow, you know, that kind of level of, uh, of uh, sacrifice. You know, sometimes you give a dollar, when you're a millionaire, is nothing. You have only $10, you give $1, that's a lot. Uh, so so that, is, that is, I felt that, you know, even the, the, on the sixth day, I just sense that the Lord is so pleased uh, with, uh, with what you are doing. No matter what form of fasting that you were going through, you have made the decision to set the time apart. I feel that the Lord is saying that this is a year of manifestation of my power. I say, wow, you know, you know, I choose to, I choose a time that is the most difficult time, you know, to to share a message such as this. Then I say, the Lord, Lord, that is your responsibility. That is not mine. <laughs> How are you going to manifest your power? It is not for me to look at the circumstance and say, that, wow, it's, it's workable. It's going to come. No, it is it is up to Him. So we want to look at what does it mean to to have to to enter into a year of manifestation of God's power and how can we position ourselves and also what does it mean to God to manifest His power? My dear friends, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, when we are faced with insurmountable, insurmountable challenges in life, we long for the manifestation of power. As Christians, we long for the manifestation of power from the God of the Bible. Right, so we less yesterday during the seventh, the last day of our seven days of contending of 2022, we talked about that people are looking for power. Uh, uh, that's why we have a, we have what we call power bank, right? You have a power bank with you when your your, your electrical appliances is out of power. You need the power bank. So men and women. And in any time in any age, are looking for a power bank because we need power bank to, to generate ability to achieve things. So let's look at the Bible, how God's people, when we are faced with insurmountable challenges in life, that we look to God and sometimes in frustration. Judges chapter 6, verse 13. There's a story about Gideon. Uh, we have talked in a little bit at, at length about Gideon's life. Uh, Gideon lives in a time that when the Israelites were attacked 
were under the torment of the Midianites, right? We, we have uh, looked at that uh, during the, the time when we come together to pray. Now, Gideon said to, you know, the angel of the Lord, no, Gideon was actually threshing, threshing wheat in a wine press in a confined place. Why? Because he was afraid that the Midianites, uh, the Midianites uh, raiding party may come and zoop and uh, rob, you know, his, uh, his crops. So he was trashing it in the wine press, which is a bit more safe. He was living in fear. He was faced with a problem too big for not only himself, but for the entire Israel, uh, uh, the entire Israelites. So the angel of the Lord appeared to him and called him and said, Mighty warrior, man, mighty man of valor. He said, well, are you serious? That's why he answered him. Gideon said to him, let's read together. Gideon said to him, Oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then, then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles which our fathers told us about? Saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. Well, it's, um, you know, this morning when we start the, 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 the service, we say, the Lord be with you. <laughs> and in fact, the angels appeared to Gideon and said, the Lord be with you. The Lord is with you. Huh? Don't say that he was so frustrated with who? With the angel of the Lord. Sometimes we face, if we are faced with a problem that is so huge, we can we even get frustrated with God. Have you ever had that kind of experience? Oh yeah, I have. You know, I, I, I said, God, you know, are you serious? Uh, so that is how Gideon felt. Perhaps that's how some of us felt in certain situations. It's God is with us. Where is this Bible, you know, that talks about the God who divided the Red Sea and brought the people of Israel out of Egypt? He was very frustrated. The rest of the story, you probably, you, you probably remember. The, how the Lord empowered Gideon uh, uh, yeah, after he has uh, destroyed the altars of Baal in his father's household. He, he dealt with that. He's, he faced the challenges, he faced the opposition. You know, when we are dealing with the demonic power, the power of evil, of sin, it is not like, you know, just one time you sweep it aside, that is, that is okay. It will, it will bounce back to us. It will resist us. But we must resist, resist him. Resist the work of darkness. Right? So, he, after he had done all that, the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. Of course, he led Israel. Uh, as one of the very successful judges in the time of, uh, of in, if, uh, in, in Israel to deliver Israel from the hands of Midianites. We need the manifestation of God's power today because at least in these three areas, like the share of us, at least in these three areas, number one is because we are unable to overcome the problems in our life and our world. Isn't it so? When you're faced with problems we cannot overcome, we cried out to God, God, help me. And how is God, how is God going to help us? It is, it is, it is uh, you know, it is, uh, it is either by supernaturally solve the problem or bring people into our, 
our, our own lives. Now, this problem may be the problem of health, problem of finances, problem of relationships, some of the problem with, with children, with parents, aging parents. You know, when I, when I, when I, when uh, both uh, Fing and I, we grow a bit older, one of the things that we find that is uh, slowly seeping away from us is our memory. You know, <laughs> it's quite scary, you know. Uh, I'm not even 60 years old yet. So, so anyway, so <laughs> we have these kind of problems. Uh, uh, some of us uh, have different kind of problems uh, in, uh, in our relationship, in dealing with our, uh, our, our, you know, our, our family, and perhaps even in the ministry, uh, with all this mask on, and how, 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 how are we going to uh, go on with ministering to people and so on and so forth? You know, I have people come into my office, and I need to look at their face masks all the time. Uh, because we are such, you know, we are sitting like right across of those, not just uh, one meter apart, but six feet apart, two meters apart. But even then, I felt that one of us should put our mask on. Uh, so it is, it, is, uh, it is challenging because of the circumstance that we are in. Of course, the issues of the pandemic, how it's affecting our finances, our economy. We look at 2022, a lot of business people, we scratch our head. How are we going to go on? like that. We're unable to overcome the problems in our life. And you come to church and you read the Bible. Wow, you know, this pastor talk about miracles and all that. Then in our heart, it is very natural that we say, where is this God of the Bible? We need, we need the manifestation of power. And sometimes because of this kind of pressure, we turn to everywhere to look for power to solve our problem. And even if it is not from godly source, the pressure is there. The pressure, the temptation from the enemy is there. But we have power to overcome that. We have power to overcome all this. The Lord called us to be His children. And Christ Jesus, we accepted Him as our Savior. He gave us a whole package, a whole gift box. Inside there, there are promises of blessing, but there are also power to overcome. There's also power bank inside. Have you opened your, your New Year gift yet from God to see whether there is a power bank inside? Huh. So open it up is in, in, the, in the scriptures. Open it up because we all need this to, to, to address the problems in our life. Secondly, the world is unable to connect to the reality of who God is by mere intellectual arguments and knowledge. I want to say this. As I share with us from time to time during the past seven days, you know, we, Christianity sometimes we just, you know, just, uh, just fill our head with so much knowledge, right? So much knowledge. It is not just what I was sharing, what I was encountering. Even in the past uh, couple of weeks, people who come to me and said, oh yeah, I know this, I know that. But I say, yeah, you know this, you know that. Have you walked in it? He said, not yet. You see? So it's not in the knowing that we experience the power of God, but it is in the, in, the, in the manifestation of God's power that we experience the power of God. It is in when we exercise our faith to believe this God of the Bible who opened Red Sea, who departed Red Sea, it is still alive today. You know what happened to the story about 
you know, uh, Jesus, uh, Jesus, God opening up the Red Sea to let the Egyptian out. When we put it into books, uh, when we take it into book to study, we have this problem. It becomes a, a story where we argue whether it's true or not. Correct or not? Huh? We, we look at the story. You know, this is what I read. I mean, I, I, I felt that it was, uh, it was probably just a, just a, just a joke. Lah, huh? So this, this particular uh, Christian students, right, one day attending a, a, a university lecture. The lecturer is, was, a, was an atheist. Does not belong, does not believe in the God of the Bible. Does not belong, does not believe in God at all. So you ask any one of you who are Christians here, those Christian, these uh, students, yeah, I'm a Christian here. So he was trying to, you know, to dismantle his faith. He said, do you believe that God actually opened the Red Sea? Huh? That let the people of Israel walk on dry ground and pass through the Red Sea. Said, yeah, 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 yeah. Then this professor began to give a, a whole lot of uh, intellectual argument to give all kinds of possibility that, you know, that it is, it is, uh, it is, uh, it is actually uh, discovered later on. There is one part of the Red Sea that is extremely shallow, uh, right? So he so said, you know, there's a part of the Red Sea that is extremely shallow. There are times that you can, you can so shallow uh, that people can walk through it with a little bit of water. Uh, a little bit of water. So it is not impossible. Right? Whether it happened or not, nobody knows. But simply the professor is saying that now we got to apply our mind to all this story. Okay? And it is not such a big deal anyway. Do you still believe? You know, the water can be just two inches deep. Right? And, uh, and, and the people used to just walk, walk through it. Now how can it be a miracle from your God? Do you still believe in miracle? The student thought for a little while, put up, he said, Yes, sir, yes, sir, I still believe in miracle. Wow, the professor was so mad. He said, What, what are you talking about? Two inches deep of water. The people used to eat as a natural ph phenomena. Right? It may not have happened, but it is, is it possible? It is possible. He said, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Pharaoh's soldiers drowned in two inches deep of water. Isn't it a miracle? My dear friends, when we subject to the book of the Bible into intellectual study alone, even theological discussion, my oh my, we spend a lot of time wasting time. There was actually a seminary professor who, who, who hold the class, huh? Old Testament professor, who, dis, who hold a discussion for the students Right? The discussion of the top, uh, the topic of the discussion is this: that whether Job, uh, Job in the Bible, was uh, was uh, was uh, was uh, a, a real person or not, or is it just uh, figurative? You know, there's no such person who suffer like like that lah. It was only figurative. It is only a story. So I told this pastor, I said, "Did you spend time arguing about it?" I said, "Yeah, that's what the." the the professor asks us to, you're wasting your time. If God can speak through a donkey, cannot God speak to a fictitious person? It is the voice of God. It is the revelation of God that we seek from the Bible. The Bible is not a book of science. 
As I shared with, uh, when, I, when I went for my job interview as a meteorologist, right? I was a science student, did quite well. I sat in front of the panel of three interviewers. One of them just assigned to dismantle my faith. And he said, you are, you are Christians. Yeah, I'm a Christian. And yet you, you're going to come into a science, scientific department uh, holding a, 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 a position of a scientific officer in the meteorological department of Malaysia. Do you believe in the, in the Bible that says God created the world in seven days? I said, I have no problem. To, you, know, you know, I never expected this, that kind of question. The question just came to me. Wow, I was sitting there. I have only three split seconds to answer it. And in my heart, I said, God, what do I say? Then I remember what, what the Bible, what Jesus promised that when, when you do not want to say when you're being questioned about your faith, the Holy Spirit will help you. I said, I have no nothing planned up here. You, 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 know, you know what I say? I say this, I still think it was so brilliant. <laughs> I didn't even believe that I said it. I said, sir, I believe that the book of the Bible is a book that describes not the process, but the purpose. I said, what? Well, he looked at me and nodded his head. This is the book. Now, Asada was saying, the book of the Bible is not a book of science. If you're trying to find scientific theory in the book of the Bible, we are barking up the wrong tree. I said, you want to look for a scientific theory, you look for a science book. But the book of the Bible is about purpose of existence of this world of life and not about the process, how it happened. I got the job, my dear friends. I got the job. You know, so if you just engage in intellectual argument and knowledge, there will be no end. Today, we look at young people, older people, people of any age. Huh? They, we, 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 we want to present a, a, a good presentation, uh, intellectually uh, foolproof arguments, convincing to, for that they will see, they will know the God of the Bible. It is not enough. It is only the beginning. What you and I can actually say at the end of our lives, at the end of the day, whatever period of time in our life, they said, I know that this God lives. It's when we have experienced the power of God in our life. Isn't it so? Isn't it so? Young people to today, I'm not talking about young, young people, but younger generation people still look for mediums. Why? Still believe in superstitious things. Why? Still choose they uh, to get married. These are young people, not older ones. Why? Because each one of us, when we are created, we are created by God, right? There is a sense of eternity in our heart. We do not, we cannot deny it. We feel that there is some, someone more powerful, something more powerful in the universe that we are not connected with. But when God manifests His power, we are immediately connected to who this God is. The reality of this God. Whether in your finances, in your health, in your relationship, in your work, whatever it is, when we experience that manifestation of God's power, we will know and we will know. That is why Jesus came and He performed miracles. 
And the blind say, I do not know very much about who this Jesus is. But I, one thing I knew, I was blind, but now I see. Do you need that kind of miracle in your life? I do. I see all of us do. But the problem is that do we dare to believe it? God is real. Hear testimony from those who experience God in a very powerful way. Number three, why do we need manifestation of God's power today in our own lives? We need to know that God still loves us and faithful to His covenant with us. Do you love me, Lord? In Psalm 41, verse 11, last night we look at, we, uh, we, 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 we look at it. So that I know that you love me. The psalmist says, do not let the enemy triumph over me. When we experience God's power to overcome, to overcome, then we know that God loves us. It is, it is our, our innate human need. We need that. God needs to manifest His power. That's, that is the part where we need the manifestation of power. You know, God needs to manifest His power also. Why? Not because He's a show-off, but He needs to manifest His power for His purpose. Let's look at Mark chapter 16, verse 14 to verse 18. Shall we look at Mark 16, verse 14 to 18? Let's read together. Later, He appeared to the eleven as they sat at the table, and He rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart because they did not believe those who have seen him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. This is the great commission uh, that Jesus has uh, commanded to his disciples as recorded in the Mark Gospel. In some of your Bible, it says that in some manuscript, this part is missing. There was a kind of argument whether we actually take, can take this as, as, uh, as authentic as part of the Bible. And I believe that when the Bible will miraculously, miraculously come together, written by 40 different authors at different times, were coming to, to, uh, together. I believe that God's Word is inspired by the, by the Holy Spirit. Even how the Bible come to us was a miracle. How do you collect and... and, and, and uh, uh, a, a, a collection of writings written by 40 authors over close to, over close to a, more than a thousand years time span and put together and you read and it is connected to one another. I believe that every part of the Bible is inside the yeah, Bible not by chance but by divine design. I once asked an evangelical giant who, who when read this passage and said, you must agree with me, he said, that in this, this part of the scriptures, in some manuscript, it was not found. 
And I say to him a simple statement. Then I think, you, sir, is a man powerful and influential enough to exclude this from future printing. Isn't it? If it's not reliable, why, why they put in the in 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 in, uh, in the Bible still continue to, to be printed? If you doubt it it uh, authenticity, take it out. But of course, nothing like that was done. And here we read, Jesus appeared to the eleven. One already died, right? Hung, hung, hung himself. As I said at the table, and rebuilt the unbelief and hardness of heart. Why didn't you believe? Why didn't you come to the, at, the, at the crucial moment of, of, uh, of my life that you did not believe? Because they did not believe those who have seen him after he had risen. Right? And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Not saying that you preach to the animals, huh? Because <laughs> every creature. Because of what Paul say in the book of Romans, when, we, when, we, when, the, when the church of God is being raised up, when we come into faith with, with, uh, 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 in Jesus, when human being is being restored, is being healed, is being saved, we return to the position that God has, has created man for in the beginning, that we are stewards, we are managers of the creation. The gospel, when it comes to us, it affect us, affects the way that we, we deal with creation. We manage resources. Right? We, we are stewards, we are managers. We will be answerable to God one day. What have you done with my, with my, with my, with my creation? I've given you a mandate to take care of it. It is mine. This earth, this world is mine. I've created you so you take care of it. And you have been redeemed. How are you doing? What are you doing with the world that you're living in? And I believe that the gospel is meant to be preached to every creature. The gospel is meant to, meant to affect every creature. Because when the managers of the earth, when the stewards of God's creation is redeemed, the redemption of the creation will also follow. In fact, that was a message in the book of uh, Romans. We have time, other time we will look at that. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. Right? That part we, 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 uh, we are quite clear. But he who does not believe will be condemned. Very harsh word. But right from the mouth of Jesus in John chapter 3, verse 16, 17, and 18. We read John 3, 16. We always read, God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. So that all those who believe in Him will shall not perish by eternal life. But what about verse 17? He said that those who do not believe in the Son is already condemned. It is not coming before Jesus. Jesus decides whether I should condemn you or not. The whole world is condemned in sin. The only way to save ourselves is to come to the Saviour of the world. And Verse 17, and these signs will follow those who believe. Do you believe in Jesus? Do you, do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe Jesus is as as the Son of God? Do you believe Jesus, the Son of God, is the Savior of the, of the world? Do you believe that He is your Savior? Then these signs will follow you. 
You will cast out demons. Last night I shared a story about what a pastor has shared over the, over the, on, on New Year Eve. Huh? A family of ordinary believers. In fact, at the crucial moment, the father exercised faith in Jesus and cast out the demons that was troubling his children before the pastor arrived. Anyone can cast out demons. This is not a desert stream, right? Asia said everyone can fly. But this is for God's children, God's in God's kingdom. Everyone can cast out demons. Don't be afraid. Have you cast out demons before? Uh, I, uh, yeah, anyway, if, if, you, if, you, if you desire to experience that, uh, you tell the Lord, the Lord will bring somebody demonized to you very soon. <laughs> and then you can exercise faith to cast out demons. Amen? I don't hear any amen, right? Okay, okay. <laughs> My name will cast out demons. Now, seriously, cast out demons is just not only just doing deliverance ministry, but also having power over the enemy, right? Power over the enemy. The enemy may be coming against us, against our family, our household, when in a very ferocious way, very fierce way. And we have power to overcome it. We can power to say to, the, to, to all the work of darkness intimidating us. Sometimes the work of darkness can be manifested uh, through people around us. But don't, don't, don't look at the people, the person who went to, so, so hostile to you, the demons, be, you know, get, up, get, get behind me. But we can pray, right? We can pray. We know sometimes some people are so hostile to us, so against us, that it's, it is not rational. Uh, we don't need to, we need to go, we need to say that in front of them, we go to our prayer closet, we go to a prayer meeting, go to uh, you know, our, our, our power station, and we begin to command that which is behind that, that attack, that, 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 that hostility to, to, to be driven. We, we exercise our power over the demons in that way. Right? So we have power over the demons, power over uh, Satan. They will speak with new tongues. Right? So if we are not speaking in, in the gift of tongues, it is okay. But the Lord has given us that gift. You can ask for it also, right? You can ask for it also, right? So some has asked for it for, 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 for years, but expect something different this year, right? I'm not saying that. I'm not putting pressure on you that you must be in tongues in 2022. I'm simply saying that ex you can ask and expect, right? Speaking new tongues because it's very powerful, it is very helpful in our prayer lives when we do not know what to pray and how to pray, we pray in new tongues. I share this with us before I see a lot of young people around here. A couple of years ago, pre-pandemic, of course, uh, there was a student in St. Patrick Church. I, I don't know whether we still had the uh, uh, testimony or not. I actually got a copy of the testimony. Now, this student, when she was, she was going for her SPM, she was a new Christian. Uh, a couple of years, a couple of years Christians. So, she, she, she believed in, all, in, in, in the gift of tongues that she asked for it and she, and, and she actually received it, right? So at the beginning of the year, in those days, SPM is still, uh, was still at the end of the year. So around March time, she, she was a science student. She went for uh, her test and all that. Her, 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 some of the papers are still failing. Uh, not, not doing badly, but fail. Especially her what? Additional maths. 
matematik tambahan. Wah, itu bukan matematik tambahan, itu masalah tambahan. So, <laughs> so you, those of us who study science and do uh, additional maths, uh, you really sweat. I sweat, you know, I sweat over uh, additional mathematics. So, she, she, what, what did she do? She was not doing very well in some of the subjects. So, every time before she does her revision, she will say, how where do I start? What is important? So, she started to pray in tongues for half an hour. And after that, then she knew that, eh, I can start with this one. I can start with that one. And, 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 she, and she did that. And her grades become, begin to improve. Went for SPM. SPM result came out. She got 11A. You know, of course, it's uh, uh, mathematics tambahan juga lah. Huh? Sekarang bukan masalah tambahan lagi. Right? That is an A tambahan. Huh? She got 11A. So that testimony was recorded uh, for us. Now, how did God work? I don't know how God worked. How did God manifest His power? I don't know. You ask her, she also doesn't know. Nobody knows. Now, there's a manifestation of God's power in our lives to confirm to us that He is faithful to His covenant. He loves us. New Tongues is uh, amazing. Just a couple of nights ago, our dogs has a fight in the back. I don't know how it happened, right? Uh, one of our dogs, the, old, the, the older dog felt threatened by the younger dogs, right? And, uh, and the older dogs attacked the, the, the younger dog, pinned the younger dog on the ground. And, uh, and after that, both dogs were shivering in fear. Oh, that, was, that was really, really interesting. Huh? It was just past midnight, a couple of nights ago. And 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 Fring uh, and I we started to started to pray. Say, hey, this is not quite normal. Huh? How come two dogs fight? Two dogs are shivering. The older dog somehow somehow shiver until tears come out. Have you ever seen a dog cry? Wow! Everybody in the house, uh, you know, who, who was behind, we said, oh, what was what was going on? So I was trying to console the, the you know the two dogs to make was console the, the older dogs. I'm going to get the younger one inside the enclosure. I was struggling. It was past midnight. It was close to one o'clock. It was already one, one, one o'clock by then. And the dog was, was panting faster and faster. I said, this is not right. It's almost one o'clock in the evening. It was very cool. She was panting heavier and heavier. I was so scared. I was so afraid that she may get a heart attack. So how do you pray for a dog? <laughs> I don't know how to pray for a dog. I struck her, I struck her, I said, Boreal, Boreal, calm down, calm down, calm down. We call her Boreal because she's completely black, right? So stroke, stroke. I said, wow, this is, this is, this is, not, this is not good. So I, 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 I started praying in tongues. I, 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 I didn't know what I was praying. I didn't know what I was doing. At that moment of time, I said, God, you know, you, you, you promised that you bless those who fear you. Us and our, and our household and our livestock. This is our livestock. This is my livestock. So I pray in tongues. Within one minute, I was so amazing. Within one minute, the dog, Bovril, calmed down. Before that, half an hour, oh, you, you know, she would just follow me. She would not let me come out of the enclosure. And the other dog is shivering. I don't know what's going on. You know, just a simple crash and then all this fear intimidation probably they 
they, they, they pick up certain things in the house. I, 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 I don't know. In the compound, in the surrounding, I don't know. You were praying, right? Seven days of contenting to, for 2022. For all you know, the enemy is trying to... That they, these dogs just pick up certain things that they don't understand. And, it, and just calm down. And the next day, the two dogs happily went out and, you know, uh, gallivanting in the taman. Very happily. No conflict. It was amazing. I didn't know how it happened. But there's something about praying in tongues. Okay? They will speak in new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. Of course, a lot of Bible scholars are, are actually questioned that did that happen? Now, we look at these serpents is, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a symbol of the work of darkness. Demonic activities. Those who drink anything deadly, some scholar did, Bible scholar did uh, discover that there were incidents rare and far in between that those who drink, there were, there were those who were under Christian under persecution, they were forced to drink uh, poison that they survived. Whatever it is, and I believe that this, this passage speaks of the spiritual victory that we have over the work of darkness, over anything that will harm us that would that, that wants our life. I will by it will by no means harm them, harm them. They will lay hands on sick and they will recover. Praying on sick. Now, these are all for those who follow Jesus and believe in Jesus. God needs to manifest his power because number one, he has agenda, he has an agenda to save the world from death and destruction due to sins. It is to those who believe in Jesus believe in, in Jesus that he is uh, sending out to preach the gospel. And this gospel that we preach, it must be accompanied by the evidence of the truth of the gospel. It must be accompanied by the evidence of the manifestation of God's power to confirm the testimony of this God. And therefore, God needs to manifest His power in us so that our message will be authentic. The message will be authentic to the rest of the world who in fact easily get us into an intellectual argument but deep inside they are seeking for power. A, a presence, a God that will make a difference in their life, in their situation. They say, Perhaps like Gideon, where is this God? What is the evidence of this God whom you preach? Where is the evidence of this Jesus whom, whom, whom you preach? Do you simply believe in a historical figurine instead of a living God? And this is the world that is asking us as Christians. They ask Christians, where is your God? Are you superstitious? Are you living is still in the medieval time? This is already 21st century, man. Time of the robotic. Last night, I watched uh, in BBC. Now they have uh, robo-rabbi. You want to seek advice from a rabbi? It was a robot. The robot will give you all the answer. They have uh, robot, you know, priests. If you pray to the robot uh, priest and the robot will, will, will tell you, give you a revelation. 
not from God, from, from AI, artificial intelligence. Wow! I say, the world is really looking for God, isn't it? Huh? They're really looking for God. But how come they do not see? The Church of England, I'm yet to follow up what happened to the general uh, synod of the Church of England in the, in the month of November last year. There was news that came out that the Church of England uh, had the general synod in uh, November uh, 2021. One of the, the resolutions that they, they will need to pass in the general synod is to close down more than 100 churches. So immediately, of course, you know, England uh, is a hugely, has a huge Christian history and heritage and all that. And uh, soon they, they, they did a su survey, found out that the question they want to determine is, is whether UK, England has become a more uh, atheist nation. Surprise, surprise, they found out that it was not so. People still believe in God. But the, the sad thing is just that now this is the, the, the result of the finding from the, from the, from the survey of, of, the, of the people. And, uh, and they say, it's not that they stop believing in God. They do not see the evidence of God in the church. Wow, that was like a step in my heart, man. They don't see the evidence of God, or rather God's presence in the church. That is never meant to be. God has an agenda to save the world from death and destruction due to sins. He will manifest His power. Number two, because He wants to affirm His covenant with His church. He wants to affirm us. He, 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 you know, he, he allowed me to experience this kind of a, the power of tongues, la, all that, all that. And with this, this young, young student experience, you know, success, supernatural, breakthrough, da, 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 all that. And some of us experience healing and, 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 and uh, supernaturally and all this. My, my dear friends, it is because God is alive, He is faithful, He wants to affirm His covenant with us, His promise with us, with his church. Number three, because he wants to manifest his glory through the church. He did not choose anyone to manifest his glory to, to the world. He chose you. He has chosen you. He has chosen me. We are his glory carrier. If we are not ready to manifest his power and his glory, he has no plan B. That is our God. He trusts us. He trusts his church. He's saying, Kaung Just like in the case of the survey done in UK, people are looking for God, manifestation of God's power. If we continue to engage them in intellectual argument only, just as the English saying goes, we can argue till the cow comes home. but they need to see power. God has, God has entrusted us to preach the gospel accompanied by signs and wonders. In short, when we preach the gospel, we open the door for God to manifest His power. You and I want to see the manifestation of God's power aligned with God's purpose. 
We need to position ourselves for the year of manifestation of God's power. How do we position that? We align with God's purpose. A lot of uh, people, Christians included, we long to see the manifestation, manifestation of God's power in our life, but we don't want His purpose. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. We cannot subscribe. We cannot um, pray and desire a, a significant, a clear manifestation of God's power in our life, in our territory, in our nation, in our family, in whatever situation when we are faced with insurmountable challenges and do not subscribe to God's purpose. Because God is not our servant. We are His children. We are His servant. He has chosen us for that purpose. So this year, we need to position ourselves. Do you make New Year resolution? Some of us do, right? Sometimes in young people ministry, children, we, we, we teach our, our younger generation to make New Year resolution. But where does the New Year res resolution making, uh, that, 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 that whole uh, practice came about? Now, it has, it, of course, it is, it, it, it is, it is rooted in, uh, in ancient time, right? In particular, uh, during, it was a Roman, uh, it was it, the, the, one of the, or, or the origins uh, is, in the, uh, is in the Roman Empire. And um, that is a time when the, the Romans make promises to the gods to repay debts and, re and return borrowed things. And in particular, they make promises to the god Janus to repay what they owe to that god Janus. That's where you get the month of January. And there's also the time during the midday, uh, uh, medieval time when the knights revealed the commitment to their, to their call. So they make resolutions such as this. And let's look at how this kind of uh, resolution uh, is being mentioned, is being coined in the book of the Bible. If you turn with me to uh, Joshua chapter 24, at the end of the conquest of the land of, uh, of the promised land, Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem in Joshua chapter 24, verse 1. Give us a bit of background about Joshua 24, verse 14 to 15. And, he's, and he gathered them to Israel, he gathered Israel to Shechem. Where is Shechem? What is the significance of uh, Shechem? Shechem was the first place where their, where, their, where their forefathers, Abraham, arrived in the land of Canaan, where he set up the altar. Set up an altar there. That was the first place. He returned to the first place of covenant with God and make a covenant with the people. You want to read the rest of Joshua 24. It was, it was, a, it was a new beginning. The whole land of Canaan was not entirely 
conquer yet. But Joshua just did a division. This tribe will take this area. This tribe just take this area. But there's still unconquered area. The warfare is still raging on. The land has been allocated. Promised land has been given. But there is still need to, they still need to contend to take possession of the promised land. So Joshua, in the midst of all this, and tell the people of Israel, what have you done? You have gone through a journey. You have, you have, uh, you have exhibited the kind of life that is such, you know, sometimes you believe in God, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you obey Him, sometimes, sometimes you don't. And he said, to, he said to them in verse 14 to 15, let's read together. Now, therefore, fear the Lord, serve Him in sincerity and truth, and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the river and in Egypt. Serve the Lord. And if it, if it seems uh, evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. My dear friends, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, when we are faced with challenges in life, when we look for the manifestation of God's power, when sometimes we even have doubts whether this God still loves us, what do we do? First thing we do, we return to the first place of covenant. How did, you, how, how did the Lord find you? How did the Lord find you? When did you make that commitment to Jesus? How did the Lord, you know, save you? Go back to the first place of covenant. When all things seem uncertain, and all things seem a little bit lost and confusing, Always go back to that and renew, renew that experienced encounter with the Lord. If not, deepen it. Ask the Lord, Lord, you touch me. Lord, I remember when I was in school, that's how you manifest yourself. Lord, I remember that, you know, when I was, I was, I was lost in, in the world, that's how you found me. If nothing else works, go back to the time of your baptism. Did not Jesus say, those who believe in me and baptize in my name? Go back to the baptismal vow. Lord, it may not be a supernatural encounter, but go back to the covenant. Say, God, I, I make the covenant to love you, to follow you all the days of my life. And then start from there. And let the Lord bring us through a journey of experiencing His supernatural presence. But as for me and my household, Joshua said, we will serve the Lord. Comes what may, me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Now we read these words, you know, sometimes with a lot of sentimentalism. Joshua was not in a place, in a position where all is well. There were still enemies living, enemies of Israel, living in the land of, in the promised land. 
But he looked at the future. Yeah, we have journeyed so far. God has blessed us. We have seen the miracles of God. But the journey ahead, before I ask God to manifest his power, I pledge my allegiance to him. I say, for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. I want to invite us to, today to come before this God and say, for me and my household, especially present here, you are the fathers of the house. Make that de de uh, decision for yourself. Lord, your purpose comes first. For me, I will serve you. I will, I will serve your purpose. I will, I will align my life to your purpose. I will align my life to your, to, your, to your mission that you have given to us. To preach the gospel to every creature accompanied by signs and wonders. If we position ourselves in that, that way, and I believe God is ready to pour out the manifestation of His power into our lives. Let us come before the Lord in prayer. Invite us to, as we respond to the Lord, let us affirm that God is a faithful promise keeper. Let us affirm that God is faithful. What He has promised, He will also fulfill. As we come before the Lord, let us pledge our allegiance to the Lord. Comes what may. Comes what may. Whatever the future may hold. I don't, we don't see what is going to come tomorrow, right? Except that some of us are going back to work. But what is going to happen in the coming week? in the coming year. But before anything happens, choose this day whom we will serve. If we are still under influence or seeing the influence of the work of darkness from the demonic altars in our bloodline, in our family, from the foreign gods in our household, make that decision. I will not submit to you. I will not subdue to your intimidation, your control. Me and my household, my dear brothers, let's start with the brothers. Me and my household, I will serve the Lord. We can't make decisions for our household, for the wives, for the children, but we can bless them, submit them, because we are given the authority as head of the household. And speak to your children. Speak to your household. Bless them that they will serve God's purpose. 
Speak prophetically, my dear brothers, into our household. For the rest of us, your choice. You choose. We all have a choice. We all can choose. Today, choose whom you will serve and serve Him only. This God who is a way maker, who is a miracle worker, who is a promise keeper, light in darkness, who is our God.